welcome to a special Christmas edition of Sarah Shady Public Philosopher. I'm always joined by a guest in the studio, but today we have a very special guest for our special Christmas episode. <laughs> That's right, you hear him coming, coming on into the studio. Our special guest is straight from the North Pole, Santa. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this is a delight, really a dream come true for me, Santa. I've been a big follower of yours for years. Well, I should hope so. Yes, you've been on my good list for a number of years now, so... <laughs> thank you, I try. <laughs> yes, um, you do. <laughs> as, you know, I really feel like we've got to start with... Um, the the elephant, or, or maybe I should say polar bear in the room today, mm. a lot of my listeners, or a lot, I, I don't want to say my listeners, a lot of people out mm. there don't believe in you. Um, how do you deal with that? Well, um, people have the right to believe what they wish to believe, of course. <laughs> and I have the right to choose my naughty list. So uh, take that as a correlation if you want. I am... <laughs> It's up to you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the emphasis on rights, on individual rights. Mm. Um, you know, and, and that shows your progress, Santa, into the age of enlightenment and post-enlightenment. Thank you. This concept of the of the naughty list mm. and the nice list, there's a lot of ethical implications to that. Can I ask um, what standards you use when, when thinking about who goes onto which list? Well, uh, you know, naughty and nice, of course, you have to go into the definitions. There's a there's a computer program for that, of course, now. <laughs> but uh, are you are you a Mac or a PC guy? Oh, well, if I if I shared that with you, then I'd have a lot of people upset. on. Oh, both that's sides. true. That's a good point. We, <laughs> we try to use both at some point, but of course, they don't interface particularly well. But anyway, we uh, we, you know, use the computers to sort out exactly who's sort of leaning which way or that way. I mean, of course, people, all people have good days and bad days. So we have to take that into consideration, of course. <laughs> Do you have some people where Christmas Eve is really the tipping point? Like it's mm. so equal, their balance sheet is completely <laughs> Kind of like even. people on the bubble right, in terms of right, that. Yeah. Right. And when is the cutoff? Well, you see, it's usually the few weeks before. For Christmas, especially that uh, our younger, let's say, mm. people start to consider perhaps uh, the implications of some of their behavior to that point. <laughs> so it tends to get quite a bit better in December. <laughs> yes. So, so yes. are there people who... I, I'm fascinated by this idea of being yes. on the bubble. Are there people who are so on the bubble mm. that when you go out in the sleigh, you've got gifts for them, but you may not be giving those gifts? I mean, oh, like, I is it, like are there last-minute decisions? Mm. Well, um, we keep a few extra, let's say, in the sled so that um, – if let's say like the elves on the on the sleigh, they're they're constantly updating sure. the list. Of course, so yes, we'll 
especially give an extra gift here or there, depending on how things are going that day. Yes, of course. So I'm presuming I'm presuming mm-hmm. that those elves that they're they're networked into the North Pole. Oh, absolutely. What's happening there? Yes, yes. How do you get coverage in certain parts of the world? Aren't there places? Oh, it's where... satellite coverage. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yes, yes. You have to have that, otherwise we're lost. Sure, yes. sure. But thankfully, I know a few people in <laughs> high places, as it were, and some in high places are on the naughty list. So you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> now, having never been on the naughty list mm, myself yet, course, yes. um, is it true that those on the naughty list get coal or do they just get nothing? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, coal is uh, is problematic these days, of course. <laughs> and there was a time when coal was used for fuel, so it wasn't actually that big of an insult. Oh, but true. you see, uh, nowadays, no, no, you don't tend to get coal. You, you tend to get an empty uh, stocking. And many people, in fact, uh, who are on the naughty list don't even hang their stockings. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, we are it's in a sad, time where we're sad. losing Christmas cheer, yes, Santa. I'm absolutely. concerned about that. Um, uh, let, so in the, in the line of Christmas cheer, let's think mm. a little bit more about those on the nice list. Yes. Are there gradations of nice list and does that affect the gift one receives? Oh, that's an interesting, like, is it like an on-off mm. switch or, yeah, or like a dimmer? Ooh, well, you see, let's think of it this way. So um, if you have, let's say, uh, blue and red. Right. And so if you uh, uh, very close up, it's very distinctly blue and red. But if you, let's say, take those into little tiny dots and then put the dots very closely together from a distance, that would look purple now, wouldn't it? It's sort of the same way with choices we make on a daily basis. Right. Sometimes they're good choices, sometimes they're not so good. And so uh, from a distance, though, that's what we try to do. We try to take a step back and say, "Mm, well, what would that look like from a distance? Distance, of course. <laughs> so, back to the computer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We, ah. we, we use that. Do you ever overrule the computer? I mean, the algorithm is solid, I'm ah, sure. But do you ever, do you ever solid, like, because yes. the buck stops oh, with you, I abso- assume. Yes, occasionally, of course, you have, you just have a feeling, you know, and sometimes you want to give a gift um, to, to suggest to someone that perhaps their behavior could be better next year. Oh, do you ever Some give aspirational? A, do you ever give like a leading gift? Like, oh, this is mm. a gift which is pointing you to what the nice list might lead you oh, to. Oh, that yes, of course, there are some times where you you make a choice. Let's say. Perhaps someone should be interested, a bit more interested in their fellow man. You might give some gift sort of leading toward that. Or if someone uh, is, let's say, not particularly good at sports, you might give some other sort of gift, mm-hmm. perhaps stage makeup or something oh, like that. So, so there's a degree of, of social and personal engineering that you're doing in terms of Engineering moving. is such an impersonal <laughs> word. Let's say, <laughs> let's find a good fit. Okay. Yes. That's what it is. It's it's looking at the person and saying, hmm, where is their, where are their gifts? What are their interests? Uh, what perhaps should be some of their interests? That sort of thing, yes. So for our listeners out there, I'm, I'm gleaning that Santa has a contextualist ethical mm. approach where he, almost like a virtue approach, mm. the idea that our characters are in progress based on the degree to which we're doing good actions or bad actions, and that Santa's gifting actually encourages us on in that process. I'd like to remind our listeners that's not the same as being a relativist. Santa clearly has an algorithm and a standard, mm. but he's willing to take individual 
choices into account. Very good point, whatever you said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Santa, I'd like to loop back to something you just said about Mm. when you're in the sleigh, that there's Mm. lots of elves in there who are constantly working and updating the list. Well, lots is perhaps a bit much, but they are much smaller, you see, so we can fit, let's say, up to seven. Okay. Mm. How do those elves get selected? Oh, it's a it's a thorough process. Uh, again, interest area. Those some who let's say are afraid of heights, of course, wouldn't be there. Uh, so, if those those who are interested, though, put their their uh, name in, let's say, a hat, a large hat, <laughs> and then we uh, consider what how they've been doing. What uh, let's say who's gotten to ride in the sleigh recently? Okay, so we try to be okay. fair in that way, and uh, and then we. From that, then we make our choices, and there might even be at the end a slight draw from the hat, letting luck play a part as well. Sure, sure. Now, is there such a thing as human rights for elves, elf Mm. rights? Um, You know, uh, how do you treat your elves? What Ah. standards do you apply to the treatment of of them, their labor standards? Oh, yes. Well, they have a union now, of course. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, that's come over time, of course. But but no, no, no. We we treat them exceedingly well. And, And you have to understand that elves are not the same as everyday humans, of course. I mean... Let's say it's kind of the difference between, say, a a standard flying around any kind of swallow type of bird and maybe, say, a hummingbird. Right. So so we might think, well, those hummingbirds are uh, their wings are flapping too fast. We should try to slow them down. But what would happen if that happened? They would fall to the ground and be eaten by predators. No, no, no. You see, you can't slow down an elf. They're they're hyper activity is just in their nature you see so mm. so of course they love to work hard but perhaps even perhaps their speed came out of uh, uh, uh time uh, uh, individual selection over time right that it was uh, bred into them over time to be fast to avoid predators hmm, ah. think of that that could be possible <laughs> Uh, what is the the healthcare situation like for the elves? Oh, it's extremely good. Yes, yes. Dental, everything, everything. Oh, oh. absolutely. Yes. Well, uh, it, <laughs> some of your more ridiculous popular cartoons, uh, claymation. <laughs> you see the dentist thing happening. Oh, that's hilarious. But yes, we have a full program of healthcare, dental, surgical. Everything is there. No, we have to take care of our elves. There's there are our workers there. There, we love them. Right, we take care of them because they deserve the best. Mm-hmm. Are are elves recipients of gifts, and are they run mm. through the algorithm of naughty and nice? Well, that's a very good question. The algorithm for elves is slightly different, mm. of course, because they're not the same as everyone else. Um, it's not just based on numbers, though. No, no, no. Not not just on how many gifts they give, but how they treat each other, that sort of thing. But yes, yes, we give gifts to the elves, of course. Not to mention the, the pay raises every year. No, no, we, we care for them greatly. Yes, yes. And in fact, in their union, they they vote. They, they come up with their own ideas. They work together, of course, and vote on their own uh, choices in terms of hours and pay and all of that. So, you know, it's a very um, democratic situation system and uh, and of course their hearts are so warm and caring and jolly i mean you know this jolly thing is important 
Now, uh, now I, I'm a historian, yes, so I'm yes. actually interested in, uh, in in labor history a little mm. bit here. So I presume if there is a union, there was was there at time a a conflict between employer and employee? Ooh. Was there ever a major work stoppage? No, 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 nothing like that. It was it was more or less. We saw it happening elsewhere, and we thought, well, we should stick with the times. We shouldn't be falling behind other people who... So you were in favor of the union? Oh, absolutely, okay, okay, yeah. yes, yes. I, I wanted them to know how how much we cared for them. We wanted them to feel like they had a voice in uh, their own activities and, and their work standards. Oh, yes, yes. I will say, you seem like a pretty benevolent employer. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> We're not here to make money off of the elves. This is all about generosity, sure. really, in the end. It's about gift giving, not gift selling. I mean, who sells gifts? <laughs> what is your economic model now that I think about it? Like where are you getting the where are you getting the resources? Oh you know? well, have you heard of this thing called Christmas magic? Oh, well, tell I'm me very more. much in favor of that. Well, you see, um, that generous spirit that we were talking about, of course, people all over the world have that and contribute in their own secret way. So Christmas magic is is in the heart, but it's also in our giving. Um, you could even consider the source if you really wanted to possibly look at what might have occurred. Perhaps the first three main gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh at the very first Christmas. Perhaps particles of that have drifted through time and have enriched people since then. So all of that plays a part. Santa, along with thinking about your care for the elves, which mm. sounds wonderful, and I'm, I'm wishing that I was born an elf, really, well. but I, I would have been cut out for that. Um, <laughs> but but also, let's talk a little bit about the treatment of the reindeer. Ah. Animal ethics and animal rights has been one of our topics here on mm -hmm. Sarah Shady yes. Public Philosopher. Mm. Um, how do you ensure ethical treatment of the reindeer? Oh, well, uh, in terms of uh, ensuring their care, we only use the finest elves to uh, feed them and take care of them. Um, we, uh, we, of course, uh, exercise them regularly, uh, take them out for little sled sleigh rides um, to practice up and get ready for the big trip in December, all of that, yes. No, no, we, we care for them deeply, and uh, they're... Uh, Let's say, um, I know they work very hard, but they're also like a member of the family. So we treat them as loving pets, but also they work. Not, so sort of like a combination of, let's say, a farm animal that works on a farm, but that all you also love and care for and give names to, of course. Mm. Yeah. Now, in in uh, in popular cultures mm. depiction, uh, there is definitely a a, uh, a history of bullying among the reindeer. Ah. I mean, do you find your in, find yourself inserting yourself into the squabbles within the reindeer culture, or is that something you sort of are hands off on? Right, right. Well, occasionally, let's say, and and of course we have training, bullying training for that. Okay. Now. So so many of our elves have. have uh, because of all the computers and things, they they understand. They they look up, uh, Google it, as they say, <laughs> <laughs> bullying training, and so they work with with the uh, reindeer for that, of course. Uh, but if if things go too far, and uh, let's say the reindeer don't really learn from it, you can always put a little Prozac in their feed <laughs> just to <laughs> temper things out a bit. It's just to even it up, just to even things out. Yes, yes. yes. 
Wonderful. Mm. Well, Santa, in addition to the gifts that you give us mm. every year, the wonderful gifts, I, I'm sure that you're aware that in many cultures, humans give their own gifts to each other yes. as well. And sometimes we might receive a gift from someone that we don't particularly care for. Now, that The never person happens. or the gift? I mean, it oh. does make a difference. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true. And in some <laughs> cases, the answer is both. Well, but true. I'm thinking specifically of the, of the gift. Mm. And do you have any advice on the ethics of re-gifting? Ah, re-gifting. <laughs> People have accused Santa of that occasionally, but we don't do that. No, no, no. But uh, ha- let's look at it this way. Again, it, it depends on the spirit and the heart uh, of which you might re-gift, let's say. Uh, so, for example, let's say you... Let's say the gift you've been given doesn't really fit with you, but you know someone uh, who you would like to give a gift to or perhaps are expected to give a gift to, and you think this person would like this gift so much more and use it so much more than I would. I see nothing wrong with uh, giving that gift than on to others. I mean, in many ways, the gifts we give, while... Um, uh, perhaps they're not always new. Perhaps there's something we create or something uh, we we um, write or something we perform or something like that. So so all of these things, I think, are very valid gifts. And um, in a sense, it's all re-gifting on a certain level now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a really good way to look at it. Mm. Um, now, now to the case where you don't particularly like the person who's ah, given you a gift, yes. is there an ethical obligation to give them a gift anyways to keep Ooh. the reciprocity alive? Well, you know, at the North Pole in Santa Land, there's very little conflict in that sort of way. I mean, we tend to like each other. Of course, there are always some, let's say, people or elves that you don't always get along with. I mean, after all, it's not euphoric all the time. (laughs) But um, I would say uh, it is better to be generous and uh, think in terms of what uh, you would like others to do to you. I think that's a very high standard. Certainly there are uh, people who might not like Santa or perhaps either of you. Uh, And let's say, would you want them to give you a gift in return? I think probably so. So uh, I think uh, it's always to err on the side of generosity in that case. I really want to come visit Santa Land. <laughs> well, everyone does. That's why we have strict security. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, is there something you're hoping to receive for Christmas this year? Ooh, what am I wanting to receive for Christmas? You know, after so many years and so many centuries at this, I, I the best thing is the small things. You know, like... When I go into a home and I see a, a plate of special handmade cookies, that's, that really warms my heart and belly. <laughs> By the way, I don't think this looks like a bowl full of jelly, really. <laughs> Much more like pudding, I would Maybe say. he didn't get a good look, you know? Yes, exactly, exactly. That's, I'm sure that's it. From a side view, it might look like yeah. jelly. <laughs> anyway, um, so I love the little things, right? The, the special things that are done from the heart. I think that's the sort of thing that makes a difference to me. So, yes, those those little things, those little cookies. Um, 
even the glass of milk. It, uh, for some of those people out there, perhaps even almond milk. Some, uh, you know, we're we're open to all sorts of the different types of milks these days. <laughs> Yes. So um, anything that you can do like that, that to me is what's special about receiving gifts at Christmas. What a wonderful way to thank Santa for his generosity <laughs> with further generosity. That's right. Yeah, just keep paying it. Yeah, I Paying like it forward, yeah. yes, yes, of yes, course. Yes. So we're, we're approaching... Uh, really peak season for you. I mean, yes. in a few days you're gonna you're gonna be real, Ooh, real busy. Absolutely. Then I presume you have an off season. Now we all know that in the fourth century you were the <laughs> bishop in Turkey. Uh, I mean, that's obviously your, yeah, right. So like, so in the do you ever go back to your hometown in the off season at all? And and you know just. <laughs> Because I have to imagine the North Pole weather-wise, as much as you like it, Mm. you know, after 1,700 years, it might be a little punishing and you want to, you know. No, we tend to go either to the Caribbean or Australia. They have lovely beaches in both, and we really need to get away at that point. So, you know, you might see a bearded man, large bearded man on the beach somewhere in uh, Acapulco. You know, we just love the beach after such a trying time and we're so very tired of course after christmas eve so yes in january mm-hmm. we tend to go someplace so if we like were that. to see that large bearded man yes. do you, i presume you just would like to be left alone or do you want i mean do you do you oh do i'll you, deny it if okay. you come up to me sure, absolutely sure. <laughs> i mean so many selfies okay. you can't uh, get away from that so so of course i just would deny it and uh, go on my merry way and you know might even deny my existence. <laughs> that's the tricky Keep one. Us yes, guessing, yes, Santa. That's right. With how, a wink and a cross of the fingers. Sure, sure. Because, because you, yes. you know, yeah. Yes. How, how do you feel about Santa impersonators? I mean, most of them are mm. trying to do a, a good thing by yes. allowing uh, children to have a photo with them, so right. you you don't have to do all the selfies. Um, you know, some of them even carry driver's licenses mm. that say Santa Claus on them when asked by children to try to show proof right. of, of of your existence. How do you feel about that? Well, I see nothing wrong with that. I think they're trying to. Um To, again, be generous. They're trying to uh, share the Christmas spirit. They're trying to make light and make merry and make people jolly and and, uh, enjoy the the season, let's say. So uh, I appreciate all of the Santa's helpers out there that are trying to brighten the days of of those around them. Is there anything they're getting wrong though? Like in terms of in in terms of the impression where you see it and you're like, "Oh, come on. Like that that's not Oh, me. I see what you're saying. Well, sometimes you'll see little bits of holly and things I I can't stand that sort of thing. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I I'm not exactly allergic to it, but those little thorny th- um sure. no, no, I can't stand that. Um Oftentimes, uh, you'll you'll hear one with a very high voice. That seems odd to me, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's, it's personal preference. You have to allow creativity, sure, in this sure. sort of thing. So, no, I, there's nothing that I get too upset about. I've been around a while. I now. imagine, yeah. Yes. Now, what I don't <laughs> care for though are the elvish impersonators. Mm. No, no, elves are separate. They don't need impersonators. With, I mean, sometimes you'll see, you know, and often they're just entirely too big. They don't move quickly enough. That sort of thing. Yes, Elvish impersonators. No, not, not Elvis impersonators. That's, that's okay. <laughs> the Elvish impersonators are, are sometimes problematic. But again, it's the Christmas season. 
it, you have to allow for that. Sure. And go on your merry, jolly way. <laughs> so, Santa, is there anything that you would like to leave listeners with as a Christmas message for mm. Christmas 2019? Well, I think my message goes back to the original Christmas, really. It's, it's remembering what it's all about. It's remembering that Christ was a gift to us. It's remembering the spirit that the wise men gave gifts uh, and that we have the opportunity, really, to brighten someone's life, to uh, share that gift, pass that gift on in the terms of how we love each other and care for each other and and open up our stables and homes <laughs> to to uh, the, our family members and friends and uh, just to celebrate the goodness and the light in the world. Thank you, Santa. This has been an absolute delight for me to have you on the show. Thank you also to my friend Sam Mulberry, who's usually our behind-the-scenes producer, but joined us for the conversation today. And thank you for having me. It's been a delight. <laughs> This is Sarah Shady, public philosopher, signing off. Be sure to do some good in the world today. 